Welcome back to Dance Tips Daily. And if you're new, welcome to the fam. I'm your host, Danny Albertina, and this is the podcast where I read to you, with the author's permission, of course, short and sweet dance excerpts on topics such as choreography, performance, mental health, physical health, nutrition, education, and more. Bonus episodes release the first of every month featuring exclusive one-on-one interviews with those who keep our dance community alive. If you're ready to spend a little time getting a little better each day, let's dance in. This is episode number 206 featuring TheWholeDancer.com, Dealing with Casting. It's February 22nd, 2021, and we have a mindful Monday tip for you here at Dance Tips Daily. Happy Monday, a new week. We can start new goals or cross off the goals that we've completed from last week. That always feels good. And if you haven't set any goals for this week quite yet, let this be your sign from the universe to set a goal to improve, even if it's just a small improvement, whether it's holding a releve for five extra seconds in conditioning or drinking more water. Those little steps ultimately take you a long way on your journey. Speaking of journey, if you are a professional dancer, then you know just how stressful castings can be and how sometimes that sting of the rejection can leave a lasting effect. And if you're not a professional dancer, I'm sure you understand what it feels like to be told no whenever you really, really want something. With that said, today's blog gives us a little insight on how to handle castings for better or for worse along our journey. And if we're someone who doesn't want to put ourselves in the position of being casted as a professional dancer, it's all still relevant for anything in regards to job interviews or even getting into certain programs that you hope to. That said, let's start getting a little better each day and dance on into our blog written by Jess Spinner. Dealing with casting. At just about every level, dancers experience the doubt and insecurity that comes up with casting decisions by artistic staff. I remember back all the way to my first experience with casting in the Nutcracker at age 12. I was somewhat disappointed with my role as a soldier, wondering why I couldn't be in the party scene. Their costumes were so much prettier. Of course, at the time, I had no understanding of casting and didn't realize that children's parts are largely dictated by height. I was much too tall to be a party child. As you move along as a dancer from pre-professional training to sometimes college to company life, casting sheets often continue to be a source of anxiety. All too often, we begin to quantify our value based on what roles are bestowed upon us. In college, my best dance friend, Alice, was consistently casted in better roles than me. It got to a point where I expected that outcome and reinforced the story in my head. She's just better than me. There's really nothing I can do about it. When we start auditioning for companies, I began to realize that I was basing my thoughts about myself on the opinions of one group of people, my college professors. The artistic staff at every company Alice and I auditioned for together assessed our abilities in a totally different way. We each got different offers. I finally realized that while we were the same height and very similar body types, we were different people and had different strengths. Here are some ways to start to view casting in a more positive light. 
Every role, no matter how small, is an opportunity to grow. It sounds cheesy, but it's true. Are you playing the maid in the Nutcracker? Even that small part can have a story. How will you convey that story to the audience? How can you make this character role your own? Is there a way to hone some acting skills? Use this as an opportunity to start a discussion. If you're disappointed with a casting decision, can you use this as an opportunity to start a discussion on your growth? Set up a meeting with someone on the artistic staff who you trust and who you know has your best interest at heart. Ask them if there's something more you could do or should be doing to improve. Is there a way they'd like to see you develop technically or artistically that would lead to bigger roles or more responsibility? Having these talks can be scary, but they can also bring to light things you would have otherwise stayed in the dark about. Reassess your work ethic. Are you at a place where you've gotten too comfortable? Are you relying too heavily on your talent or facility and not taking things to the next level on your own? Would you benefit from setting more goals around your dancing? Remember that you're in the driver's seat. Casting may be out of your hands, but the work you put in is very much up to you. Clean up your meal plan and cross-training routines. Even if you feel super confident in your body and your dancing, there are food swaps and cross-training switch-ups that can make a big impact on how you perform. Have you started relying on too much sugar or caffeine for energy? Clean energy sources like fruit and fresh vegetables might improve how you feel and show up in the studio. Maybe you have been doing the same cross-training for years and would benefit from trying something new. Experiment with weight training or employ a trainer who works with dancers to see if there's a weakness you haven't been addressing. By showing some initiative in these areas, the shifts will be apparent. Maybe you haven't yet found the right fit. If you've been plugging away at the same company for a few years and haven't been getting the response you had hoped for or the roles you promised, it might be time to move on. I'd encourage you to open up conversation first, but then be willing to accept that maybe you haven't found the right fit. Are you hoping to dance principal or soloist roles soon? Maybe a transition to a smaller company will make those opportunities available to you. Check your mindset. Has professional dancing messed with your psyche? Have you been in the trainee or apprentice spot for a while and started wondering if you'll ever move beyond it? Check your mindset. If you're consistently telling yourself you're not good enough or that all the other dancers are so much better, it will feel nearly impossible to progress. Once your thoughts start to improve, I guarantee you'll feel changes within yourself and your dancing. You need to retrain your mind for confidence and expect success. Don't forget, it all takes time. Pursuing dance at the professional level is a process and an arduous one at that. Every dancer develops at a different rate. Your friend might skyrocket to principal while you're working away in the corpse. It's helpful to trust the timing of your life. Don't compare your journey to anyone else's. You'll learn so many lessons along the way as long as you're open to them. If your love for dance is strong and you stay committed, you can reach your goals. What has your journey taught you? Have you learned any lessons from small roles? Please share. Thank you so much to Jess Spinner of thewholedancer.com for giving us permission to share her lovely blog with y'all today. Oh, I feel this blog so hard, especially with COVID and relocating to a new city. I really feel like I'm restarting my story or rewriting it and building from scratch and opportunities to audition have been slim and I got a casting Finally, finally, finally for 2021. And unfortunately, it came on the same weekend where I was committed to 
standing by my best friend's side for her wedding. So there was no way I could say yes to that casting. And then again, just this week, another casting came through where I was accepted to be in a film, but it happened to fall on the same day I was committed to teaching. When hearing a yes on a casting seems so few and far between, saying no to when you finally get your yes is so hard. But one of the mantras I've been telling myself that keeps my head grounded and keeps me hopeful and having faith in my journey and my growth and my process as a professional dancer is what's meant for me will be. What's meant for me will be. I share this with you today because I hope you can use it if there is a time in your life where maybe the casting just isn't aligning or maybe the artistic staff gave you a no when it was something that you really, really worked hard for and believe you deserved that yes. Keeping this mindset helps me reframe the opportunity as I finally heard a yes and this means I'm taking one step closer to the direction of my dreams. It means I'm on the right path and even though the timing didn't align, then it's okay. I know there'll be more coming rather than taking the stance of, oh my goodness, I can't believe this timing. This always happens to be. Let's be the protagonist in our own story we're writing ourselves rather than the victims. That being said, that's your short and sweet tip for the day. I hope you enjoyed, and as always, happy dancing. Thanks for listening today, and tune in tomorrow for more short and sweet tips. Happy dancing.